0: Not in your mouth. That's not really the lyrics, but. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Friday. Not in your mouth. I <laughs> oh, do friends you have, but.
1: The ones are. Apparently the ones that are not in my mouth, not in my hand.
0: Uh. <laughs>
1: that boys after it's great.
0: It great. It great. So it's Friday, yay. Um hey. when, you work for your, when you work for yourself, well what is a, is a Friday? What is a Friday anyway time? You know Friday's just a just a Monday. It's a lazy Monday. <laughs> or is it is it like a very it's a Energetic Monday, because it couldn't it couldn't wait to be here.
1: But what if every day feels like a Saturday? But then what is a Saturday? Then what would a Saturday be? Rel- relative to the workforce
0: or the labor force, what is a Saturday? Um, one of my friends, she came up with this term where, um, if you have like a holiday week, Thursday. Kind of feel that uh, she calls it Friday Junior. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it, like think back in school when you knew you were gonna have a week off for the holiday, and kind of Thursday you're kind of not doing shit, and Friday mm-hmm. you know you're not gonna be doing shit at school. So Thursdays like Friday Junior. You're already well, hyped we get up it, for the. We get that next week. Well, we get that this week because next weekend. Oh no, we get the Wednesday.
1: We get a, so Wednesday is the is the Friday. It's junior. like a Friday
0: Junior, yeah. But Wednesday is, is the th-
1: Thanksgiving Eve. So what do you do for that? You just fucking eat like a motherfucker that day before, and then that day the up, you eat like a motherfucker more. Thanksgiving well, is so I think overrated. It, I
0: think it'll uh, yeah. I think it'll be fun though to. You could, well, I would never do this, but I would like to know, um, in our new, you know, emerging big brother police state. Mm. Um, I want to know, can we take a poll on anyone that's ever had any kind of certain ideology, but then they're gonna, um, cook up a nice, you know, turkey. You know, it's like, why are you doing that? Why are you taking the week off? You should be in school. Oh, right. You should be doing, you know what I mean? Somebody who's like, hypocritical
1: at being like a nonconformist, but then follow certain traditions and shit. Your nonconformity yeah. is a tradition as well. People don't get that either.
0: Right. And see, this is what I like about accepting your uh, hypocrisy, personally is what is that is that like cloudy pea? um diabetic urine so um <laughs> my band name um <laughs> so yeah I, I mean we're all hypocrites to some degree you know i'm a agnostic and i like christmas i like what i no, uh, just
1: like the commercialized christmas not the jesus christmas so oh
0: yeah yeah i guess so i think i like the idea of it i like the idea of it oh yeah is what it is um you get you to take hang out time off of work
1: um, people you get yep, buy things you get to hope that somebody fits. buys you what you want because you're so fucking egotistical that they should already know yeah i know
0: do you prefer when someone buys you a gift that you already know what it is or someone that just knows you so well you just let them do what they do because you know you're gonna like it. Do you have anyone
1: like like that in your life? This is a good this is a good question because the way that I see presence now um, compared to uh, you know what? Here's the thing about being um, privileged to some sort of extent or just acknowledging that you at some point were privileged even if you felt like you were poor or some shit like that. There is some privilege to whatever state of being you're in, because unless you step outside that state of being and see what other things there are to offer, then you are what you are. Anybody telling you what you are is is some bullshit, and you agreeing that that's what you are based on what they tell you is some bullshit, too, because it really depends on what state of being you are in. In this particular moment, right here, right now, is nothing other than what you are in this moment right right now you can't like which means that we could be broke in this moment or we could be rich in this moment and it doesn't even matter the money that you have Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: are you have a privilege in some sense whereas if you if you have time to actually acknowledge your state of being in this moment then that's all you need most of us don't take time to acknowledge it because we're worried about like either survive some, some sort of uh, survival or, um, yeah, that's pretty much the, that's, I, I would say that's pretty much the basis, some sort of survival. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I think about who I was when I was a kid. And even though I, I remember my mother being like on welfare and us having to pay for stuff at food stamps, she's, she's still, she's going, she went back to school And she's trying to work too and raise two kids, but I most of the stuff that I wanted, I got. As far as like shit for Christmas and shit, I got most of the shit that I wanted. I think I I don't even say I got the majority of shit. I I, I, whether it was because my grandparents lent a hand or my mother's friends or my mother was able to do it, whichever way, there wasn't much that I didn't get that I regretted that I didn't have. So I got pretty much everything that I wanted. So there was a privilege to that shit. Um, and, and I look on it now, whereas I don't ask for anything because I'm now such a control freak. I'm noticing I'm using this phrase more often. I am such a control freak. And so a person that doesn't want to be asked for anything. I don't want people to ask me for shit because I don't want to ask people for shit. So I don't want people to ask me for shit, especially if they are capable. If they're not capable, whether it's because like like if you're not strong enough to do something, that's one thing. Um, if, you're, if you're physically enabled or disabled, not able to carry out something, then I can lend a hand. But if I know that you're perfectly capable of, of something and you ask me to do something for you, mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. A huge problem with that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm right about my problem because that means that I'm putting my own values and ideas on other motherfuckers. I recognize that. I recognize my ego is the one that's like, yo, I'll never ask you for shit. Why are you asking me for this little fucking petty shit that you could easily do yourself? as a matter of fact the fact that i'm explaining this whole conversation to you means that you have enough time because you got time to listen to what i'm saying which means that you have to, you had time to go do that shit what you want you want a glass of water it's right there shit like that i'm petty when it comes to shit like that because oh, it's yeah. not it shouldn't be that big of a deal on both ends but if i'm if and especially if you see that i'm doing something if i'm in my own sort of bubble and then you interrupt that, to me it's selfish because it's like, you were in your own bubble, you decided to step out of your bubble, but within that stepping out of your bubble, within the bubble, you realize that you, there was something that you wanted that you don't have in this moment. Instead of you actually taking the physical effort to go and do that shit, you ask somebody else, you form a middleman. I don't like that. So going back to, my state of being as far as like, um, presence. I don't like presence. I actually get mad at people who actually buy me shit now. One, because I could pay for my own shit. I'm an independent woman, and I could pay for my own shit. So don't you ever don't you even think that you should be thinking that there's something that I need. That's the other thing is, you getting something from me, right. assumes that you think that I want something. You, right. If there's something that I want or need, but if there's something that I want or need, I'm going to do it myself. It. Because if I have to sit and wait for somebody else to do it. And I think we, I learned this from us learning this about the music business.
0: wait, no, And people. about
1: art. Yeah, it's having to wait on people doesn't, that's one of the reasons why I started sort of like, producing for myself at times because I didn't want to wait for people or if if I had an idea and and the melody mm-hmm. in my head and I wanted to get that shit out I need to just figure the shit out myself so I don't have to be so frustrated that I don't have somebody to produce it for me so I right. use all that negativity to drive me to be more independent and because of that this is the reason why I don't like people fucking buying shit for me I don't even like people doing shit for me the other a couple of days ago um I asked some friends to help me to take my car to because I had an, an abrasion on my windshield, so I wanted to get it either fixed or replaced, and I asked some of my friends to to help me with that. And at first, it was it was no big deal. My my boy was like, "Yeah, after work, I'll come by and and um, you know we could drive it up there, somebody drive back, blah blah blah." But then come the day, then it's like the questions are, well who's going to be there can you do this do and then one of my other boys was like well i can i can do it since your girl's not back and but the thing was his dog was here and he didn't want to leave his dog with me so that he can go and drop off my car because he and it has nothing to do with me really it has everything to do, more to do with well his point of view was that the dog is going to get all all freaked out and shit because because daddy's not here and shit. Well, which is also another fucking issue in itself. You you, you should have a, a animal that can be a little bit more dependent and shit. <laughs> Your yes. animal shouldn't be up under you and shit. That that, that says a lot about you than it does the, the animal. That's neither here nor there. Again, that's my value system and not his. So it became a fiasco and I started getting mad frustrated and I expressed my frustration um physically. Meaning that you saw my reaction to the frustration of, this is something that will only take about 10 to 15 minutes at the most. And the conversation is becoming longer than the trip. And it shouldn't be that way. So it became, I, be, I, I started getting mad frustrated and shit. And then I, was, then I was just like, this is the reason why I don't ask motherfuckers to do shit for me because of this. Because granted, I'm in a boot, I cannot drive. And so right. that's the only reason why I'm asking somebody. Cause I just want to get the shit out the way and not have to put it off and wait until I can actually drive in Cause right, that might right. be another, that might be another two months. Right. So I'd rather just get the shit done and out the way. So needless to say, I don't like presents. I don't like them at all. And plus, um, I don't like presents because I don't think that anybody fucking needs any more shit. You and I talk about the materialism and and being minimalists. So, to I don't none of the shit. Like we shouldn't have presents. The presents should be giving someone who doesn't have that needs. That's the presents that we should get give on every fucking Christmas. That to me (laughs) is the way.
0: Like, oh, a box of various deodorants, (laughs) uh, presents that are hints, like the only, the only presents I want under that tree is you, it's of a presence, Wait, not prescience, but presents. (laughs) Lots of presence under the tree. Uh, maybe that's why we haven't found it because we people need to look under the tree. You need that presence in your life. Look under the tree. That's a gift. That's, that's a gift. Th- that a great presence metaphor. is a gift. It's the greatest ah. gift. Presence is the greatest gift. That would be grammatically incorrect. I if you we said presence is the
1: greatest the is a gift.
0: And I don't want to um, take for So the idea of friends, uh, this is interesting in a society where people are moving more toward isolation and only interacting with people through digital means. And now you're one large step removed from reality which is interesting because it's almost i mean you could say we do it anyway to where when we meet people we present ourselves in a certain way or we maybe we change our language um depending on who we're around the things we talk about the way we talk the opinions Mm. that we express or or withhold so you know i i find that friendship um is in many forms by the way i don't think it's just you know you and i have known each other for 20 something years but i don't think it's just our kind of friendship i think small interactions are very important and small unfiltered actions, uh, or interactions mm-hmm. are very important to where, you know, you don't know the outcome, you don't know what someone's going to say, you don't know how someone's going to react. You don't know what they're going to be wearing, what their body language will be, you know, how they will appear, how they will smell anything like there's something about the digital you know the digital wedge in between that removes all of these things plus to me gives this factor of well i don't like you so you're easier to toss away because now you're just kind of a digitized person you're not real to me um, because i can't see you now here's what's interesting about this is this i think could almost go back to the invention of race where you're encountering people that you don't know anything about Mm. they're foreign to you so the first thing you do is whatever your thoughts about them are that's what it is it's not the reality you're not in their reality in their world experiencing what they're experiencing they may have way more in common with you than you think yeah but because they are foreign to you but this is this is what's interesting even though even though the world is technically smaller but we're not revealing of ourselves because once again we can pick and choose uh what we want people to see it's like a a curated reality you know if if you're if i'm if i'm like a male model and i'm on there posting selfies you know every day and i'm looking good and chiseled whatever nobody wants to see like the the uh, video of me from the night before dropping a big sloppy duke in the, the uh, Taco Bell bathroom. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah.
1: But that's real. That to me, that's realer than the presentation that you give. I
0: realize, but that's but that's what I'm saying. But now you, now you just, removed it.
1: The thing is, we don't just do that shit in the digital world, though. It just seems like I know that. I'm, I'm yeah. I don't know. It's um I think that it is the digital world is a easier express way of saying this is how I want you to see me, even though reality doesn't see me that way. Reality can actually see easier through that 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 lens. Because usually and that's why it's so easy to to latch on to the digitized world, because it is just that it's it's a second third fourth chance fifth sixth seventh chance to make a first impression that's that's what it is it's like here's how i want you to see me there are there's other stuff way behind me but at least see me for this now so that i can make myself more interesting to you and i think the i guess it also depends on what people post because what people post will acknowledge exactly how they want to be seen, and whether or not they are seen like that um, is is to be determined, I guess, based on the people that gravitate towards it. Because like you could post some some like really negative shit and saying that you hate the world, and but then what you're saying is there's got to be a platform for somebody who can sympathize with me. That wants to take on my misery as well, or to latch onto it, and it's it's like a it's a game of um, it's like a, it's like a game of go fish or just a matching game where you're throwing out cards and you're hoping that you match your cards, your hand with, with another hand that the most seems people to be more, you can. yeah, that's more familiar. Yeah. And shit. and that's really what match it is. Match my like, energy. Yeah, it's like
0: playing Uno and shit, <laughs> and. Um, that's kind of true, and yeah, because, well, it's, it's, it's you know, misery loves company. Um, here's, so here's the interesting thing. You know, friends, I think for many reasons, I think that human beings are built to have interaction. We talked about energy last week, and energy is very important as well. And An exchange of energy doesn't translate as well online i think it's more of a a spike like a short Mm. shorter spike because your audience is a lot larger you know so you're going but i have thousands of followers and only 20 people like this now you immediately now i'm just curious because this could be different for people i will say this and i know this as i know this as a fact if i'm feeling uh Maybe, I don't know what you would even call it. Um, Maybe just, I don't want to even say depressed, but maybe I'm just feeling negative about just things going on in the world. Just just for instance, or maybe something I worked on and maybe I'm just being insecure. Mm -hmm. The likes or dislikes or whatever attention I don't get online, all of that, at least for me, can be erased if one person that I respect and mm-hmm. love yep. comes to me and just says, You did a really good job on that. Don't don't get in your head. Don't get in your head. Now I know people will say, Well That's it should interesting. Come from you. It should come from you. But it, it can. But I'm saying I I think that but it can undo for me any kind of negative thing. You know i've had you, you know you get negative things happen in this industry and i've had friends come to me and say hey like this you know don't sweat this like it's it's gonna be fine and mm-hmm. you know like my grandmother used to do that for me a lot you know i would call her every week um and if i was really upset about something she kind of put me in check and like go we oh, yeah, have look at kind of silver lining You know, like, look at this, like kind of redirect. So I think that's very important. Um, So that's, this is why, you know, I'm not saying you're even, you haven't even made any kind of um, where we're not making any kind of argument or two sided thing. But for me, that's why friendship is important. But I also Mm -hmm. think human one on, or just not just one on one, but human interaction in general is uplifting. You know, today I had to be around a few people. I felt better today than I had all week. And I really wasn't around anyone except for maybe the building managers in the office, but for four or five days, I didn't see anyone. Nobody came over to my house. I didn't go see anyone, Mm -hmm. but then just being around three or four people, to complete a task and I felt like, I feel much more energized. There's something about that energy. And I think when I think it's something that's vital to human beings, I think it's just, it's kind of in our DNA and our survival instinct, you know, to have groups around us. And I think it's still important. And I think that it can be detrimental to our health, uh mental and physical health uh the more people you know think about people that stay online all the time like that's their reality. they set up in the morning and they sit at their computer or they're on their phone all day. They don't really interact with people in the real world <clears throat> you know it's uh it's i don't know i don't I don't know how healthy you can truly be without, um, human
1: interaction. Well, I think what's interesting about that is that the only way to acknowledge crazy is for someone else to acknowledge it. You yourself could never acknowledge that you're crazy. So why is that? Why is it that someone else has to tell you that you're crazy.
0: Cuz it's relative.
1: So then the question is how is it even like how is it even just like somebody's telling you that you're crazy. Somebody's telling you that you're ill mentally or some shit like that. How is it just? I guess the definition is if you have trouble interacting with A lot of different people or a lot of people in general and you can't find some common ground with at least in a room of ten and you're the 11th if you can't find common ground with at least seven of those people then you're considered crazy
0: interesting. So
1: think about that. Whereas it's saying that if I can't get the the approval, if I can't get the acknowledgement or approval of other people, then there's something wrong with me. And the majority is what convinces you that you're crazy. If somebody just randomly said, yo, you you're fucking crazy. You might not necessarily Think about the, that's the other side of sort of what you were saying as far as having finding value in that and le- at least like one individual that you respect and
0: we're gonna be it could be several obviously for different reasons. right but
1: that's, that's what I'm that's what I'm leading towards is like, if you think about how we are on social media, and the more likes we get, then the more dopamine hit that we get. Whereas the if we if we look at our our posts and we haven't gotten like at least 20 likes in an hour or 20 minutes or some for some people 20 likes in an hour is not enough at all whereas Ooh, right. there could yeah. be one person that's on there that gets gets 3 likes from oh. like people that they don't even know and I, they might be like so oh TV. shit yeah. These these people don't even fucking know don't don't really know me, but for some reason they like my shit. They like just what I posted and shit.
0: What so think about what about that. this? I oh, think about this. i want to take you. I see mm-hmm. your I see your four and raise you too. Uh, <laughs> what? Here's here's the funny thing. A lot of times it's the caliber of the like. Think about that. Think about the weight that it holds. It's mm-hmm. like, I remember posting something and Carrie Hilson liked it. hmm Then you couldn't tell me shit. Right. And then people other, cause you, cause you know, oh shit. Other people, she knows Simon exists. She liked his post. Right. There might even been like a LOL between us or something. You know what I mean? And then like, or it could be anybody, you know, and people go, oh shit. Um, so the caliber of the, like, we, we put weight on it. And it's like, if you're, if you're, if you find someone interesting, or even if you're interested in someone and they like your shit, it's, it's funny how, but once again, that's it's all in our heads. It's all yeah. in our heads, yeah. but, I, but hang on. Sometimes, okay. sometimes a, a, what I mean is it's, it's it being in our heads is what's there is there we just decide what we accept as the acknowledgement. Yo. That's what I'm saying. So, so <laughs> we get, so it's, it's the same thing. Cause you can be like a very, I don't know. Well, I think some things can be, well, it can be all relative. So I can work on a, a song and someone can tell me, two people can tell me the same exact thing, mm. but I'm going to believe one of them and I'm not going to believe the other. Yeah. Someone comes to me and says a song that you really, didn't do great, and then someone I really respect says, you didn't really do great on that song, I'm gonna be crushed. Not because the person I didn't know. By the way, they may have the, have the same reasons. Mm-hmm. They may have the same reasons. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, I think what the problem is, when people talk about friends, people talk about people that uplift them, and they're not, only, only. Mm-hmm. sometimes your good friends, can tear you a new asshole and mm-hmm. sometimes you need Different. it mm-hmm. sometimes you, you need it and i think that it is a threat to some people's egos it's like you mm-hmm. can't like online if i post something like uh i like apple pie you know and then a year from now they're like you know uh, something comes out where it's like um, apple pie is the favorite pie of races. and mm-hmm. then I go, well, I don't,
1: uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's oh, that's weird that you just brought that up. But then Keep I can't, but I can't, but story. I can't go,
0: but I can't go. Oh, I, I, I don't like it now. I don't, no, 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 I was wrong. But now we have this record of, yeah, you did at one point, you know, you, it's literally this thing where people can witness your change and whether they decide to believe it or not Mm -hmm. it's it's really you that's this is like the the scary um the weird thing about social media is people can spend their time trying to convince people of who they are instead of just being who they are and not trying to justify or explain it or whatever and it you know, it can allow for evolution. It can allow for change because yeah, it's a level up. Yeah. Well, and this is where I, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, well, first of all, like I said, friends, friends that can say negative things to you, I think are great. And things that can, the people that are friends that can say positive things to you are great. A lot of times we, uh, I think people are being taught and what what a digital friendship or digital socialization allows people to do is as soon as someone may point out something to someone, you just put like a digital hand in the face and go, you know, block, erase, Mm -hmm. block, erase, and you can't do that in real life. Some things well, are going to come and get you. You, you sort of can.
1: It's just, you it's just technology makes it easier
0: to, to truly but express. Yeah, but That's what I'm saying. It doesn't, it, it, it basically atrophies your, you know, your social muscle. Yeah. Like when people talk about social anxiety, um, what we do is we're telling people, oh, you have social anxiety. No, you just don't have experience being around a bunch of people. You're not you, it literally comes with socialization. People are looking at all these things like, this is a problem. It's like, okay, but fix it by confronting it, not by going deeper into it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That can be done, maybe not done with everything. What I'm getting at is, as we always do nowadays, is We like labels now and the dumb thing is we like labels but nobody wants to be labeled so as soon as you say oh i have this 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 you rattle off a list by the time you get down to the end of the list what you have said is you've described yourself right Right. so when you go oh i am me just stripped everything you just described everything that just goes to you it's like oh well, now you're now you're a unique person. Like, do we want that or no? Um, but the thing is, people know. We talked about knowing the other day and or a couple of weeks ago. I was so happy to come across this Eckhart Tolle video because he said something very profound. And actually, uh, shout out to Charlie Heffley. I know he's been watching had a conversation with him today and we actually had a good conversation about something we are kind of opposed on, you know, Mm -hmm. and we had a good conversation about it. We didn't talk over the other person. We both had points, we both had valid points. And at the end of it, you know, I mean, I understood a little more of his side. He understood a little more of mine. And this is something to where they were talking about, you know, coming from a position of not knowing is powerful. Mm -hmm. Because when you enter a conversation, start from zero, but people do not do this. They go, I've seen this before. Here's what it is. Mm -hmm. I've seen this before. This is what it is. Plain and simple don't tell me otherwise I know what this is but you can't you can't no matter I mean maybe it is close to what you think it is but it may you have to just logically just you have to know the only thing you can know is that you don't know you don't know you can't there's no possible way you know every little nuance and factor that plays into everything. It's just impossible. It's impossible. So he would talk about, was he talking about Socrates? And he said that a lot of times that people would come to him with a question and he would start from zero. He started from zero. He didn't start from, well, I already know this. He just said, okay, I'm blank slate. Somebody comes to you, ask you a question, blank slate, start from zero. And he said, then he would just talk it out. And that way he's not taking a side. He's not, yeah. he would just go, Oh, well, this is what I conclude logically from the point we started to, and this is what I see, maybe what I observe, what I think, because the outcome may be wildly different or the source mm-hmm. may be wow. like, you know, when we look at even things in society, whatever it is, we can, um, tend to generalize and go for what we already think we know. You and I, we need a, this is why we need like a TV show. Cause we always talk about the thing of, you know, we make perfect examples. Cause if you and I, go into a, a store at the same time. And depending on how the, the, the uh, you know, sales person at the mm. store reacts, we're going to have, we may tend to have a preloaded chambered thought about how yeah. they act around us. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like when you go into a place and like, if I went into a place I'm gonna say it to blue in the face because I don't know if people get it, but if you and I both go into a place and if somebody follows me, I could be thinking, oh, they think I'm like a little baby or something. And they, you know, they think I don't know what I'm doing and, or they think I'm lost or, you know, any kind of like, they looked at me funny cause I'm in a wheelchair, but maybe there could be a billion other excuses. Maybe they mm. just shat themselves. they're trying to figure out how am I going to help that person because their face is close to my ass and they're going to know I shat myself or (laughs) it could be anything, or they had a bad day or, you know what I mean? It could be, maybe, maybe they had a relative that was in a wheelchair that was really an asshole to them or whatever, or I don't know, you don't know. I mean, so just when you kind of preload. These thoughts, you're not giving, you're not really giving an honest opinion.
1: Right. I, but I also think that some of those particular prejudices are, n- in a way, some sort of necessary to sort of um, take a shortcut. And that's really what we do most of the time is when we generalize, we're just shortcutting what the other possible outcomes could be. And we're just trying to get to something that suits our needs that we're more comfortable with with reacting to because we still have this fear of, of unknown projections that that still could be so i think go, trying to go into something in a blank slate becomes harder the more that we're programmed as we get older it's a, a lot easier to do it as a kid when you're naive so that you go into something with the with the sort of curiosity other than the fear as soon as we are given the fear, then we go into avoidance mode, and fear and curiosity are the same are basically the same coin. It's just we have Fu- a tendency
0: curiosity,
1: yeah, curiosity. Oh, um, but they they actually are the same coin. It's just how we use it. You can't go into, for instance, if if you've already seen someone say get burnt up in the fire, you're not gonna go in go towards a fire in curiosity in the same way. You can go toward, towards a fire in curiosity in the, in the way of some other thing to attain, but not the same way that this particular outcome happened. So that's how, how I feel like you're explaining it as going into something with a blank slate. You can set aside all the things that you've already think that you've learned but be open to, to having the opportunity to learn much more. Yeah, Because the more you have a better understanding of each system, and that's what life gives us systems, or you could call them games. And once you come to an understanding of each game, it makes it much easier to play it. So that whenever you encounter something different, you, it, you can accept it much quicker than dismissing mm-hmm. it and saying that, and not, and trying to, sort of uh, make it not knowledgeable, like it's there, you just witnessed it. As much as you're in denial about the shit, it just happened, it was right in front of you, you experienced it. So see it for what it is, other than just being dismissive and be like, oh, that, that shit didn't happen. And that's what we, we we have a tendency of doing when we enter uh, encounters in a stubborn mindset or closed mindset, whereas we're not trying to take in new information. But going into it, in the sort in a sort of blank slate is i think is is extremely important the the idea of even if you think that you know continue to ask questions so that so that you're getting more information about the person that you're interacting with than you are about the knowledge that you already have like why are you spilling the knowledge that you already have that especially if they're not asking for it because I and I I've done this a lot as um as a trainer and just as somebody who has found wisdom within himself and is using that particular wisdom to create my own bubble and value system and yet I know my ego tries to spill this shit onto other people be like yo you should be thinking like this because it is a much better way if everybody thought like this, then we would be in a utopia and everything. And this is the mindset that not just myself, but we all feel that in some, in some ways. If I'm think, I'm saying to myself, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, as long as I'm treating everybody kind, as long as I'm treating people as human beings, then this is exactly what the way should be. But I also acknowledge that we need some of the other things as well. One, we need well, that- some of the other things to for our own egos. To, to, to make ourselves feel better about shit. But then we also need it to know that, oh, there is another path. And if you play the game well, you can follow any path. It's, sometimes it's good to be open. They say fucking stand for something to fall for nothing. I don't agree with that shit. I say stand for everything, but but also know that all this is bullshit because in the end you die anyway. So. Sort of dip and dab as long again dip, dip as long dab, as yeah. you're not hurting someone. Um, th- like that we've we've done this. Um, Buddhism, plain and simple. Don't do shit to somebody else that you wouldn't want done to yourself. Right, right. which is much yeah. different than the golden rule. It's the no no rule.
0: Well, and then yeah, yep the the no no rule. Yep, and it's it's the approach of. When someone comes to you and or and you think, well, they don't even know me, think about how many times we've probably all said that. Mm-hmm. They approached me, they didn't even know me. But think about that for everyone, every situation. Right. Unless you are there, if first first by the way, even when you are there, first hand account, mm-hmm. you cannot possibly know all of the intricacies that went into making that event happen. Mm -hmm. You can't, it's impossible. So that's why when philosophers like Alan Watts say, everything is as it should be. And to a lot of people, they'd be like, that's really fucked up. He doesn't mean that it's intentional. Like, oh yeah, meant to be, no. But just because things have transpired the way they have this is what we have Mm -hmm. it's 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 not but that that's why i think the philosophy of you know the past defining the current situation uh why that makes so much sense because now you can change it you can't Mm -hmm. change that then but people fail to realize that so when you fail to realize that all you keep doing is going back into the past you're not taking time or energy or effort to create a new possibility so Mm -hmm. and there's almost you you said something earlier that i didn't really get to jump back on but you you said something to the point of we're finding we we basically come to a conclusion that appeals to our beliefs and that make us feel comfortable Mm-hmm. What or, or not or just confirms it's like confirmation bias is exactly what this is. So mm. if if me being a little you know as a, a little disabled person, if if I see if I see discrimination and everything, I don't know if I value myself very much. Like if I meaning if I feel like that's the reason for right. everything then I may not look at myself in a good way. So I look at some like, oh, they didn't, that person didn't like me because I'm in a wheelchair, like, I rarely do that. I, I, I think a lot more times people have been cool with me because I was now that may be my perspective. But, but that's what I see. So I don't see a lot of things that other people see, it can be equated to a lot of things in society. But mm-hmm. if you it, it's that thing once again, if you're going out there looking for a particular thing, you will find it. but also, you have to consider consider that it may be something you think about yourself, because mm-hmm. if it say, if I try to talk to a girl and she rejects me, and the first thing i I think is oh, it's because I'm in a wheelchair then I must believe that. Right. I go, oh, well, that, that's exactly why. And but now, maybe, but instead I might go, well, I did have like a, a spinach, onion, garlic, hummus plate for lunch, you know, and my breath kind of stank. And but whatever, that's still a that's prejudice.
1: Because maybe well, she likes spinach, well, garlic, hummus.
0: That's true. Well, she did, she be on me. Either think, way, well, well, yeah.
1: But see, it's also how how we carry ourselves too. That projects more, and that that that's what we were talking about earlier about the digital world gives us this false pretense of exactly how we want to be seen, and so we can put that out there quicker because it is the shortcut shit. Whereas d- presenting yourself that way physically in the physical world is a lot harder because we can't see the, the actual reaction. When people give us likes, then mm. that tells us that how I'm trying to present myself to you is exactly how you receive it. When we don't get lights, that it's, it's sort of psychologically, the world is telling us that that's not how we see you. Maybe you should pre- present the real you. And that's why sometimes those who reveal more of themselves get more likes those who show their vulnerabilities get more likes those who actually really speak out even if it's not the most um like the most popular shit that's when they get more likes because at least they're being genuine they're not showing you what they what they think that you want to see they're actually revealing themselves and not really giving a fuck that's what we do every single Monday and Friday, and we try to practice that every day. These personas that we present in front of you all, they are just a piece of us. But there are many factors to it. If you only see this particular piece, and and you don't go into an interaction with one of us with more of an open mind, then once we don't show you that particular piece, it's going to throw you for a loop. And what, what's gonna happen is when you start to say that I don't like this person anymore, it's you actually telling yourself that you're not open enough to see more of, of a person. And by not seeing more of a person when, when all you want is the thing that was the most comforting, then you don't limit that person, you limit yourself.
0: Yeah, think about, think about if you consider trying to get to know someone online for like a relationship it's it's almost like you're watching these things pop up by the way, I've been guilty of it, so I know, but you go, okay, it's almost like you're taking an accounting of all these things you see, oh, they posted that, oh, they like that, oh cool, oh they like that, oh cool oh they 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 went here, oh, I support that. Oh, they said, okay. but as soon, they do one thing. You go, strike yeah, right right. against you, and now, what it really tells people is, do you write that person off? It's like it, 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 it it's like I, if you have an ex, it's like I understand. Like, if, if people say I can never be friends with an with an ex or whatever, but first of all, you don't, it doesn't mean you have to be friends with them or whatever you would call that, but I think you can, I think you have to be able to get to a place where you can't have a conversation with that person because if you can't, then there's something in you that you don't want to confront because Mm -hmm. especially with relationships that don't work out or maybe in that way, both parties contributed something to that. That doesn't mean maybe one person did do something, but I'm saying, like, there's there's things to be learned from all sides. I think I, you know, I just...
1: There is, there is a thing to value about the digital world is that because it's so black and white, you do get sort of, there is a, a glimpse into reality, into things that people might not necessarily say in front of you because they don't want to offend you but they know that they can behind behind a a digital world like think about it think about the strangers that make comments on someone's post that might get like a hundred thousand likes and shit but then it's that one negative comment gets to that person and you got to think about both sides of that it's that person that just posted the negative comment even if they were trolling they they saw value in in and being a nonconformist to what everybody else was was saying that they like. And on the other end, they got to you because you were so used to getting all those particular likes that it, it, you became numb to it. And so, technically when you reacted to that troll, that one negative comment, what you did was you expressed that you were looking for more than what you already had. And you got it. And so, then you responded and so you got exactly everything that you asked for. And the, yeah. the, the response shouldn't be, it, it doesn't have to be, oh, thank you for that. Because just by responding, you did thank that person.
0: Yeah. That is true. So wrapping this you, you up. You it. Yes. <laughs> in, in conclusion. <laughs> you get what you give. What? Well, you get what you give, and but you know, be more open. Yeah, you got to
1: be more open to to saying that I don't have anything, yet I have
0: everything. <laughs> well, I think the irony in the name of our podcast, and even the philosophy of how we close out the show, is is that is unlearning things and starting from from a clean slate, and you know, and having good human, real interactions, negative and positive. Good for your, uh, good for your health. Yeah. Keeps you, uh, keeps you in shape and, um, helps you, uh, stay young.